Hello and welcome back to the Peachy Preacher podcast. This is a very excited intro because it has been a long while since I've recorded anything. I've been wanting to get this back off the ground, but I was also trying to stay true to uh, having break time. So I took all of January off, all of January off church, preaching, ministry, uh, just to basically spend time with my family and just rest and recuperate and kind of vision plan and all of that. Not that I really planned anything. I have no plans for this year, but I do know that it's going to be an exciting and amazing year. I feel really expectant. I feel really positive. I feel actually I have this deep joy within me, which is really beautiful. And, um, I had a rough end of the year. Um, there was a few things going on with my family. They're all good now. Um, my my family, um, as in my kids, and then also my sister-in-law, her kids, and just lots of stuff going on. Um, so it was a rough end of the year, even beginning of January, but then I think start, things started to settle. And um, yeah, I was able to just really rest, lean into God. And I'm feeling so good and excited for the year ahead. I had a really um, crazy time with my son Lennox a couple weeks back. Um, just We had just got back from our holiday to Byron Bay. And when we did, um, we went straight to hospital. Essentially, I had barely even finished my uh, holiday washing. But um, we went to the doctor because he had been having fevers. And uh, then they sent us straight to the hospital. Essentially, um, after about four days of having no idea what was going on and no idea what was wrong with his health because he had a collection of very strange symptoms. They discovered it was something called Kawasaki disease, which is a very rare and very random disease that affects children. And he had it. And my Lenny has been through his four. He's been through the ringer with his health. Um, which makes me believe that he's going to do something amazing one day and he's got a big plan on his life. But, I mean, he was three weeks old. He was diagnosed with um, epilepsy, had seizures, uh, was on medication for the first 18 months of his life. Uh, When he was one, he had pneumonia, was in hospital, like just, yeah, so much. But he's such a resilient and beautiful kid. And then, so yeah, then we found out about this Kawasaki, which essentially um, once found or once discovered, well, you know, you kind of have to, there's no real test for it. You just have to tick off the symptoms off a list and then um, keep doing blood tests to see what's happening in the blood. Anyway, it turns out he had it. Um, It has to be treated within 10 days. If it doesn't, if it's not treated within 10 days, it gets dangerous. It can attack the vital organs or the body starts to attack the vital organs. So that kids can have things like coronaries and, um, you know, things happen with their kidneys and livers and it's just wild. Oh, when I think about it now, like it was such a, you were just, when you, when you go through things like that, you're running on this adrenaline or I don't know what it is. And I was just in prayer a lot and praying and praising God and really believed that he would come out the other side okay and but now looking back I'm like fire out that was hardcore (laughs) so um but he's all good now so he was treated on day nine thank you Jesus and he is yeah totally fine just follow up blood tests heart scans um just to keep an eye on things how things are going he's got to stay on aspirin for about six weeks just 
to stop any blood clots and things like that. But he's doing really, really well. Um, yeah, so that was a wild time. <laughs> but yeah, we had a really beautiful holiday in Byron before that. And it was a really nice January. It was really nice. So I'm excited for the year ahead. I'm excited for what God's going to do. I kicked off um, February by doing something on my Instagram stories. If you follow me, you'll know it's called uh, 21 Days of Rest. So often I'll do like a 21 day series of something. And so I did 21 affirmations last year, 21 days of affirmations to speak over yourself straight from the word of God. And then now I'm doing 21 days of rest. And essentially, if you've been following my podcast, you'll know that I am all about um, stamping out the glorification of busy in our lives and slowing down um, basically the antithesis to hustle and hurry. So 21 days of rest is really just learning how to incorporate rest in your everyday life to lower your anxiety, to sleep better, to feel better to focus less on doing and more on being and who you are. So that's what I've been doing on my stories. And it's been going really well. If you have followed my podcast, you'll know that my business of busy series, it's I've taken a lot of tips from that. But it's always good. It's always a good reminder. It's always a good refresher. I am a naturally um, go hard and hustle kind of person. So it goes against my nature. Um, to do these things. It really does. It goes against my nature, but I just, that's why it's a good reminder for me. And I love doing it because it reminds me what's important, reminds me what to focus on, um, takes me out of that um, hamster wheel, running, glorifying, busy mentality, and gets me back to the heart of things, um, which is really like my relationship with God, my um, relationship with my family, and um, loving people and loving God well, and being kind to myself not expecting so much from myself. So I think this 21 days of rest is really about, um, yeah, focusing less on perfection and more on your heart and how to get that right. So I've been doing that and it's been going really well. And I posted something a couple days ago on um, grace. And I just really wanted to jump on to reiterate that video. It was about four minutes. It's on my IGTV look at me, so fancy, IGTV, anyway, um, yeah, so I posted this thing about grace, and I just wanted to reiterate it, because for me, grace is um, one of the most incredible things, if you can mold your life, and build your life on the grace of God, you can't fail, you can't fail, because it is perfect, it keeps you it strengthens you, it empowers you. Yeah, grace is everything. And so if it weren't for the grace of God, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be who I am today. I, yeah, wouldn't be saved really. And I am saved by the grace of God. I walk daily by the grace of God. And so I just shared, which I will share with you guys right now. This is so off the cuff. Really, I've not, I don't, I mean, you guys know, I barely planned, but I've really not planned this. I just wanted to get on here and really just reiterate everything that I spoke on grace. So you can hear me flicking the pages of my Bible right now to go to Matthew 11, um, verse 28. And this is what it says. It says, Jesus gives true rest, that true rest. That's at the beginning of it. And it says, um, 
come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Which is just, this is just such a beautiful scripture. And when I meditated on this, like I've meditated on it often, you know, I really realized that grace is our rest. You know, grace is what keeps us um, from striving. Grace is what keeps us from sin. Grace is what, if you focus your mind, your thoughts, your attention on the grace of God and what Jesus did, it really does help guide your life. And I just want to give a little bit of context um, to this scripture. So when Jesus is saying this, um, this is a little bit of theology. So if you don't like this stuff, just skip ahead. But it's really important because context is just so important when you're reading the word. And so when Jesus is speaking to the Jewish people. He's speaking to Jews. He's speaking to Jewish people who have upheld tradition and law their entire life. I mean, they had very strict traditions in place. They had law in place. They had things in place, which God put in place to keep them safe and protected and all of that. Um, But it was for them getting exhausting. So the sacrifices, the, um, the, the rules, the law, all of this. And really the Jews were waiting for the Messiah because they knew that the Messiah would bring them into freedom, right? And so when Jesus says this, he's saying, like, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. He's like, I'm talking to you because I know that you are working hard for your, essentially your salvation. You are working hard for me. You are laboring for me. You are heavy laden. Like law is now becoming a burden and your hearts and your souls are waiting for rest. Your hearts and your souls are waiting for the Messiah. They're waiting for salvation. They're waiting for freedom. And he says, come to me, all you who labor, and I will give you rest. Right there and then he's pointing to the fact that he's the Messiah and that he's the rest that they've been looking for and longing for. And so many of us, Uh, walking through life, trying to do everything, trying to do everything perfectly. If you're a Christian, you may be working hard in your own strength, trying to be perfect before the Lord and all of that. And, you know, God is not about that. Jesus is not about that. He wants you to first come to him and rest in what he's already done. Now, Jesus hadn't died when obviously this passage of scripture was read out, but, but, Now, Jesus has died and paid the ultimate sacrifice. He rose from the dead so that we could be free from this striving, from these laws, from getting caught up in doing the work ourselves. He wants us to rest in him. And he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So he wants us to come alongside him, to take his yoke upon us, to learn from him because he's gentle. It says, for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. You know, our souls get weary. Our souls get tired. The truth is our soul is made up of three things. Our soul is made up of our mind, our will, and our emotions, right? So it's really our, our reasoning, 
when we talk about our mind, our will, what we want to do, what we will to do, and our emotions, so our feelings, right? And our souls get so weary because we're constantly in a battle within our soul. And it says here that you will actually find rest for your soul. Find rest for that striving. Find rest for that constant battle in your mind. When you focus on Jesus, you find rest from that, you know, radical, rational, sorry, um, rational, uh, constant rationalizing and thinking and overthinking. Really, he's saying you will find rest for that. And he says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So when you carry when you carry the burden of Jesus, because the law is a burden, but when you carry the burden of Jesus, it's easy. It's light. When you walk with him, he will teach you. He will guide you. It says that you will learn from him. And so Jesus is the one that gives true rest um, and it empowers you. So grace isn't an excuse to continue sinning or striving. Grace is Uh, the empowerment to not do those things because when you focus on that you know that is what will lead you so focus on grace and grace will lead you and guide your life like grace is an incredible gift from God it has literally taken away the debt that we had and I've explained this on the video but I'll explain it quickly again this is what happened when Jesus died on the cross right we had a huge debt that we could not pay right And Jesus says, I will come and I will pay that debt in full and you will never have to pay it again. All you need to do is believe in me. That's it. There is no strings attached. You don't have to spend the rest of your life working off a debt that Jesus already paid. And that's what we can do so often as Christians is we can try to work off a debt that has already been paid. It's been paid for. It's been done. And so instead of focusing on the debt, let's keep our eyes fixed and focus on Jesus and what he has done. Then you'll rest. Otherwise, you'll exhaust yourself trying to constantly do and constantly achieve and constantly be in right standing. And if you focus too much on what you've done, then it will lead you. So then you'll fall into wrong thinking and wrongdoing and sin and all of those things. But if you focus on grace, it empowers you to walk with your eyes fixed on Jesus. And when your eyes are fixed on Jesus, the other stuff falls away. It grows strangely dim, you know, set your mind on things above and not on things on earth. And the things of this world will grow strangely dim. See, everything else goes dim around you when you're focusing really hard on light. It's what happens, right? So if you literally stare straight blankly into the sun, <laughs> which I don't recommend you do, or you stare straight at a bright light, okay, everything else gets dark, right? Everything else is completely overshadowed by bright light. And that's like Jesus, right? He overshadows everything with his bright light. So keep your eyes fixed on him and everything else grows dim. And that's the beauty of light. And it's the thing that truly does lead my life. I can honestly say that with everything within me. It is the thing that leads my life. His light, his light. And, you know, it says then in Matthew, you know, you are the light of the world. So then he hasn't just now 
he's not just light and doesn't give us anything. It actually says that he's put his light within us. So now you are the light. It says you are a child of the light. So walk as a child of the light. So walk as if you know that. Walk with that revelation. Walk with that reality. Walk with that mindset. That's what it's saying when he says walk as children of light. He wants us to walk with that constant idea or that not even idea, that constant revelation that not only is he light and we fix our eyes on him, but then he has given us his light to walk with. And, you know, when we go back to Matthew eleven twenty eight, it says to attach yourself to him or, you know, for my, um, it says, what does it say? I'm having a look now. It says, take my yoke upon you, right? So you're literally joining yourself with him when it says, take my yoke upon you. And then you're walking together with him him. So Jesus isn't just ahead of you. He's not just around you. He's within you and he's leading you. And I love that picture. And that helps us rest. It helps us to stop striving and doing things in our own strength. You know, the most important thing or the most important revelation of my life has been surrender. And it's a daily thing. Can I just say, I know I'm going on a different million different tangents but I promise you it all leads into the same thing and that is Jesus but surrender is like a daily thing it's like waking up and deciding to give your life over you know therefore offer yourselves as living sacrifice holy and pleasing it's like I give you myself like I can't do anything I can't I can't do anything to earn salvation it's already been done I just have to accept and believe and it's then then in return I just surrender to you God like I surrender and he leads your life so beautifully when you surrender and that has literally been the story and the revelation of my life total and complete surrender to the grace of God and all that he has for me and I have been walking in his will and I just absolutely love it there is nothing better there is nothing greater So I just hope that this blesses and encourages you. I just really wanted to talk a little bit about rest. I'm not going to talk even about the practical side of it. You can listen to my Business of Busy series for more practical tips or you can um, follow my 21 Days of Rest on Instagram for more practical things. But today I just wanted you to focus on the grace of God and go in the scriptures and learn about it. Learn about what grace really is. Grace is unmerited favor. It's something that you didn't even earn. It was given to you as a beautiful gift out of the love of God. And he loves you, loves you so much. And yeah, just hope that blesses you. I hope it encourages you. My baby is waking up, so I got to go. But um, yeah, hopefully I'll be on soon. There won't be so much um, time between my podcasts. Uh, but yeah, love you all. Message me if you have any questions about this or about anything I said. I uh, would love to chat with you. Okay, bye.